0: On February 9, 2004, Mara Murray crashed her car and then disappeared forever. She has not been seen since. Nobody has ever been found. No sightings, no confirmed sightings have ever been made. This is the details of everything that is known about what she did on that day before the crash. Just after midnight she used her personal computer to search MapQuest for directions to the Berkshires. Around one o'clock in the afternoon she emailed her boyfriend letting him know she had gotten his message but honestly didn't feel like talking to anyone but promised that she would call him later that day. She also made a phone call about renting a condominium at the same Bartlett, New Hampshire condo where her family had vacationed in the past. Telephone records indicate that the call lasted less than three minutes. The owner didn't rent a condominium to her. At approximately one thirteen. Mora called a fellow nursing student to tell her she was dropping by to bring her clothes to her that she had borrowed. The friend told her, no, it's okay, don't worry about it, I'll get them from you later, and then the friend went to bed. Mora emails her professors telling them there's been a death in her family so she's gonna be gone for about a week and she will contact them as soon as she gets back. This was a lie. There had been no death in Morris's family. She goes to the friends which she had called earlier to drop off the clothes. That friend actually said in an interview that she had heard someone knocking on the door but was in the bed and didn't bother getting up to see who it was. Later that same day when she did get up and she went to the door. She found a bag of clothes, which was the clothes that Mora had borrowed from her. So apparently it had been Mora at the door and she had just dropped the clothes off. Mora then calls her boyfriend and leaves a voice message promising that they would talk later. She then goes to the bank and withdraws money from the ATM, about $280. She stops at the liquor store and buys about $40 worth of alcohol and then she leaves Amherst. She makes a call to her voicemail to check to see if she has any messages. A few hours later, she crashes her car. A bus driver named Butch Atwood was on his way home when he came across the accident. He lives just past where Mora crashed. He stops and talks to her and asks her if she needs him to call 911. And she says, no, I already called AAA. This was in fact a lie, and the bus driver knew it because there is no signal on your cell phone on that road. So Butch Atwood goes on home, which is, like I said, just up from where Mar- Mara had crashed, and he proceeds to call 911 anyway. Another neighbor looks out the window, sees the crash, and also calls 911. By the time the police arrive at the crash scene, Mara Murray is nowhere to be found. She's disappeared and no one has seen her since. That is the details or at least the ones that we know from February ninth, 2004. The details of what Maura Murray's day consisted of right up to the moment she disappeared. After the crash. The first witness after Mara's crash was a woman who lived in the area who said she heard a noise, looked out her window and saw that there had been an accident so she calls the police and reports the wreck. This woman tells the 911 operator that she saw a man smoking in the passenger seat. She would later go on to change her story and say no she doesn't think it was a man that she saw, maybe just a red light on Mara Murray's cell phone. This has never actually been explained. Witness 2 was another neighbor who looked out his window and saw what he said was a woman wandering around the car. And he also said he saw one of his other neighbors pull up beside the car. This leads us to witness three. Witness three was also a third neighbor. Witness three is a neighbor that lives there and was coming home when he saw that Mara had been in an accident. He stopped and he spoke to her directly, asking her if she was okay if she needed help and did she want to use his phone to call the police? Mora tells him no that won't be necessary I've already called AAA. This turns out to be a lie because AAA has no record of that call and there is absolutely no cell phone service on that road which is why the third witness went on home and proceeded to call the police to report the accident because he knew that Mora was lying. Now witness 4 was actually on her way home from work, and in coming the road she travels every night, coming home from work, she is passed by a police SUV number 001. She keeps driving, and a few minutes later, she is passed again by a police SUV, and again it was number 001. So how did the same vehicle pass her twice? Well, if you're on that road, just past where he passed her the first time, there is a side road. And if you take that road, you can go around and come out on the same road, just in a different area. So apparently, after he passed her the first time, he had taken that side road, gone around, and come back out on that same road, accidentally getting behind her again, so he went past her again. Now, as witness 4 drives on, she comes up on the accident and sees SUV 001 parked nose to nose with a car. Blue lights flashing. She drives on past the accident but stops just past it in front of the third witness's house. She turns and looks back at the accident and thinks well there's nothing I can really do my cell phone don't work the cops are already here so I'm just gonna go on so she goes on home however on her way she is passed by a car going in the opposite direction so while she is driving one direction a car go, a car going in the other direction which would be towards the accident goes past her now nothing has ever said we don't know who was in that car or where they went but we have four witnesses so far and witness 4 who just drove past the accident said that she did not see anyone walking or running on the road either before seeing the accident or after seeing the accident. Now, Witness 4 also said that Mara's car did not look like it had even been in an accident and that the car was just parked beside the road facing the wrong direction. The EMTs and police show up and one of the EMTs happens to look down and notice there is a rag stuffed in the tailpipe of Mara Murray's car. He points this out to the other people on the scene because he finds it really odd. Now the police say that the car was locked, Mora was nowhere to be seen, there was no blood, there was no body, there was no signs of a scuffle, but there was no Mora Murray anywhere to be found. There are no footprints leading into the woods, so she apparently didn't walk off into the woods. And basically all they do is call for a tow truck and have the car towed away. They do not form a search party. They do not question neighbors about what they may have seen. They simply make note that the car is locked and that she is nowhere to be found, and then they have the car towed away. The tow truck driver takes the car and he takes it to his house, not to the garage where he's supposed to take it. He just simply takes it to his house. So, after the accident, we have had four witnesses three of them being neighbors that lived there where the accident happened and none of them came out to offer a hand Uh, the only one that did offer to help was witness number three and she turned him down and the police didn't really do anything other than have the car towed away they didn't try to find her they didn't search for her and they just simply had the car towed away and a tow truck driver who decided to take the car home with him instead of taking it to the garage where he is legally supposed to take it. And he had it there for, I don't think anybody knows for sure how long. But as far as details go, those are the details of what happened after, immediately after, Maura Murray's accident. No one knows where she went. No one has found her. Growing up, West Point and UMass. Growing up, Maura Murray seemed to have a normal life. She made friends fairly easy. She was open and outgoing. She was a very friendly child. She made excellent grades, and she was extremely athletic. The athleticism that she had would not only make her name known in the state where she lived, but it would also lead to the scholarship that took her to West Point. West Point would offer Mara a scholarship because she was so good in track. That was what Mara ran she ran the track and she was very good at it and won most of the races that she was entered into. So West Point would take notice of her and offer her a scholarship which she would accept. While going to West Point she did run on their track and field team and she was very good and extremely well disciplined. Now at some point things would start to I guess you could say fall apart because While on a field trip with her fellow classmates to Fort Knox, Mara would be caught stealing a tube of lipstick in the Fort Knox gift shop. Now, after being caught, she had to go before a committee to face disciplinary actions. However, they did not immediately kick her out of the school. West Point was willing to give Mara enough time to set things up so that she could go to UMass so instead of immediately just kicking her out West Point handled it very nicely they chose to give Mara Murray enough time to set up things at UMass so that she would be able to leave West Point and go directly to UMass however as nice as this seems and honestly yes it was nice uh, it didn't really help Mara in the end because once she was at UMass That is where things completely fell apart. Once Maura Murray went to UMass, things seemed to go well, at least in the beginning. She had excellent grades, and she did really well on the track and field. She was excelling, but then Maura got into a little bit of trouble. Maura was caught stealing credit card numbers, and she was using those credit card numbers to order food. Once she went in front of the judge, over this incident the judge told her if you can behave yourself for three months then I will expunge this from your record however just before that three-month time period was up Mora did get in a little bit more trouble she took her dad's car to a party one night and then after leaving the party after she had been drinking she wrecks her dad's car now under these circumstances there was a good chance that she was going to be cited for the accident, either for reckless operation of a vehicle or failure to control a vehicle. Either way, it probably meant that the judge was not going to expunge the previous incident from her record and that means it would be on her record permanently. Now, we don't have an answer to that for sure because Mora disappeared before she would have had to appear for any disciplinary action. Now on February 6, 2004, three days before Mora goes missing, she's at work and she gets a phone call. She actually gets two phone calls, but the second phone call is the one that's never spoken about, or almost never. Uh, the first call was from her sister. This was normal, her and her sister spoke this way on the phone all the time. But a few hours after speaking to her sister, she gets a second phone call. It was after this second phone call when she got so upset. Most people assume that she was upset because of the phone call with her sister. But in fact, the phone call from her sister seemed to be a normal phone call. And it was only after the second phone call, which came a few hours later, that Mara got so upset. But people seem to have no idea what upset her most people don't know that this second phone call ever happened because it's almost never spoken about and even the ones who know about the second phone call seem to have no idea who she spoke to during that second phone call or what was said. The only thing that's really known is after the phone call Mora got so upset that she could no longer work and her supervisor actually had to walk her back to her dorm room. Now it was three days later when Mara Murray would disappear so I guess we will never have the answers to that but basically at this point what we know is she had a normal childhood she had excellent grades she was very athletic her athleticism is what led to her scholarship to West Point she got in trouble while on a field trip with her classmates while attending West Point and then left West Point to go to UMass and got in trouble at UMass for stealing credit card numbers and then wrecked her dad's car after drinking at a party one night and driving the car and then she gets upset over a phone call and then three days later she takes all the money from her bank account buys all the booze that she can, leaves town four hours later she crashes her car and then Maura Murray disappears forever. Now that ladies and gentlemen are the facts that I have come across and that is all I know and if there are any mistakes please feel free to let me know and I will be more than happy to you know change things uh, or give you an update and I will try to update you on anything that should happen from here on out. I do know that there was a basement that was dug up at least part of a basement that was dug up in one of the houses on the road where Mora Ma- Murray crashed her car because apparently they thought Mora had been killed and buried there but there was nothing found when they did finally years and years later dig up that basement they found nothing so that was a lead that led to well nowhere but since that I don't know of any updates. But like I said, should I hear of any more updates, I will keep you guys posted. But guys, I, I hope I've done a good job on this, and I hope I've gotten all the details correctly. I chose to do this podcast because this is a case that has fascinated me for years, and I've always had trouble finding a podcast or any other kind of information that wasn't littered with theories or personal thoughts or you know crazy ideas or commercials and I just thought no there needs to be a way for people to hear this information uh, that are interested in it without all the extra crap thrown in so I thought I would try to do this podcast for that very reason but as of right now that is all I know that is all I could find and maybe one day I'll be able to bring you more but guys that is gonna do it for now on this Mara Murray podcast this is Ice Pets Queen, and I am tripping out.